Good morning, good morning. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this morning, uh, something the Lord was dealing with me on, and uh, I, want you, I want you just to think about what's one of your favorite, favorite verses of God's promise. What's one of your favorite verses of God's promise? Uh, I, have, I have multiple ones, but I'll just say a few to you, okay? Uh, think about this, that the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. Now think about that. How can the Lord be holding stuff back if he delights in it? God, one of the things is God's arm is not shortened, right? That he, basically, the context of that is he can do what he says he can do and he wants to do it and his arm's long enough and strong enough. His arm is long enough and strong enough to do what he's talking about. Last year, we, we had testimonies of, of all kinds of healing, all kinds of breakthrough protection. Uh, you know, I had supernatural protection last week. Chris can tell you about it. We were riding on the motorcycle, and man, I, I, I needed God's help right in that moment, didn't I? Yes, he, yes I did. And we had supernatural protection. We had supernatural breakthrough. We had, and God is so good. He delights in the prosperity of his servant. This week on the broadcast, we were sitting there, and I was like, Lord, you know, I don't, I'm not one of these guys that has to have a word for every year. I don't, I don't have to have that at all. But I do pay attention if he's saying something. And what I kept getting in my spirit is what started last year does not end at the end of the year. It keeps on going. It keeps on going. And then I realized that what we just kind of stepped our toe into last year in the, our year of increase, that was the beginning. God was saying, hey, I taught you what to do and how to believe and how to receive. But now this year, I want you to, to deep dive, right, into the deep end. And he said on the broadcast, it just came out of my spirit, this is not just the year of increase. This is the year of multiplied increase. Just say it with me. This is our year. A multiplied increase. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many people receive that? Amen. Glory. Now, we're heading into kickstart. Praise the Lord. We're in, a, we're in a corporate fast right now. Let me see if everybody's looking more skinny. Yep, yep. Amen. Yeah, don't look. <laughs> he said, don't look back here. All right. But I'm telling you, the Lord is moving already. God is doing great and mighty things. We're already seeing increase in this year. Now listen, are you going to receive it? This is, this is what I have for you. This is what I have for you this morning before we jump into the message. What's your favorite verse? You know, God delights in the prosperity of his servant. He, he gives us the anointing, the blessing to get rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. I want you to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, right? He wants us blessed going in, blessed going out, all of the first part of Deuteronomy 28. He wants us there. He wants us in the blessing. He wants us in the overflow. I want you to be the lender and not the borrower. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. See, this is who God is. He's not withholding any good thing from those who walk uprightly. This is who God is. Now turn real quickly to Numbers 23. What's your favorite verse? My God 
shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. What's your favorite? Shout them out to me. Huh? Tell it to me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Those who seek me will find me. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I know the plans to give you a future and a hope, not for calamity, that you will fare well. Huh? Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I didn't hear that one. You are of Christ and Christ is of God. You said, as he is, so are you in this world. Seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. Amen. He gave his only begotten son that we might have eternal life. In the broadcast this week, one of the things we talked about was this, is when does eternal life begin? Now, you're not waiting on eternal life. And eternal life is a knowledge of him and in that knowledge is a flow of his provision all the time. As soon as you receive Jesus, you stepped into a full flow, a full flow, a full flow. Amen? Amen. Numbers 23 and verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man, that he should repent. Has he said it, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. God's not a man that he should lie. He's bringing about all of that in you right now. God's not a man that he should lie. Are you ready to receive? (laughs) Are you ready to receive? God's not a man that he should lie. Has he not said it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? That's who he is. That's who he, amen. (laughs) That's who he is. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. He's not a man that he should lie. The other night I was watching Brother Tracy turn to Psalm 121. I was watching Brother Tracy in his uh, New Year's service that they had. Really good. How many people are excited for Kickstart? (laughs) Brother Tracy coming here for a whole week? Oh my goodness. Man, man, it's going to be good. Psalm 121, he read this, and when he read this, it just kind of exploded in my spirit. It's been carrying with me. He says, and it says this, Psalm 121. I want you to see this. See, you can't just sit where you've been. You can't just sit where you are. You have to move forward. You have to keep going. You can't just sit where you've been. You can't just sit where you are. God is calling you to increase. He wasn't calling you to bury talents. Well, here's what I got and here's where I'm sitting. No, he was calling you to increase. 
He was calling you to increase. He's calling you not just to sit. Well, see, that starts when we don't feel like it. That starts when we don't feel like doing anything. We don't feel like hallelujah. We don't feel like amen. We don't feel like praising. And we, and we sit there and we go, no, I'm going forward. I'm going forward. I don't care how I feel. I'm receiving today. I'm receiving. I, you know, the devil might have been after me. My flesh might have been acting up. But I'm not sitting still. I'm going to take my responsibility as a believer and I'm going forward. No matter how I feel, no matter how it looks, I'm going forward. Say it with me out loud even if you don't feel like it. I'm going forward. Amen. Say it one more time. I'm going forward. Amen. Glory to God. Are we ready? Listen to this. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? It says, from, from where my help comes. In other words, the Lord is in high places. The Lord is in high places. He's not, he's not coming from a low place. He's coming from a high place. He's coming from a position of blessing. He's coming from a position of anointing. I will look up. It says, verse 2, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. He's not asleep on each one of these promises. God is not a man that he can lie. Do we know him like that? Or are we taking our cues from the world? Or are we taking our cues from the word of God? What are we taking our cues from? He's not a man that he should lie. He's not asleep on his promises. He's coming through. He's breaking through into our lives. He's breaking through the walls that the enemy's put up. He's breaking through now. It's a year of multiplied increase and I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about increase in every area of life. Every area. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel or the people of God will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. He will guard your going out and coming in from this time forth and forever. And forever. That's who he is. God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. Glory to God. Are you all there with me or do you need me to keep going? Is there decorations out in the foyer? I haven't been out there yet. Happy birthday, Boomerang. You're right at it. 13 years. 13 years ago in two days. 13 years ago, we started our first service in the in the living room of our house, and just look. Look at what the Lord has done. You know, I can remember sitting, amen, I can remember sitting on, on a pew of a church at a church service, and it was like year one or two, and I was salivating over mic stands. I, I, I'm not joking. I was salivating over, I was like, oh, those are so nice. It'd be so nice to have mic stands. Oh, goodness. You know, and you can go buy one for like 15 bucks, or you could. But 
we didn't just have 15 bucks that we could throw around. We had to watch every penny at that moment because we were just getting started. We were growing, but God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Are you ready? Do they have that video ready? All right, good. Get ready, make sure the sound's on. Are you ready for increase? Are you ready? Is God a man that he should lie? No, look at this. He told us, he said, Boomerang will be a new direction for Alvaro. He has changed the city because of this church. And if you don't know how that is, I can tell you how that is specifically. He has changed the atmosphere because of this church. He's taken it up and he's continuing to take it up. And it'll keep on going up. And your lives will go up and the people around you will go up. It is our year of increase in so many different ways, multiplied increase. I want you to watch this. I think Abby's got some news for you. This is you. You're doing this.
Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Amen. Are you all ready for your family to get bigger? Are you ready to see that? To see, And I'm not talking about, all right, let's go over there and find all the disgruntled church people. I'm talking about let's go win some new souls and build from the ground up. Add some souls to the kingdom. Amen? Amen. You going to make it? <laughs> Y'all made her happy. Look, if you wouldn't have had this response, I wouldn't have wanted to go do it. You know, I wouldn't have wanted it. But see, that's our heart. We're ready to advance the kingdom, to increase, to multiply the kingdom. Not just, not just sit still, not just be, well, we're doing good and we're receiving our healing and our increase. No, it's time for us to launch out and do that. Now, one of the things that you're going to see, what I love about Troy is it's close enough where we're going to have an early service over there, and we'll have an early service. We'll do praise and worship, and I'll preach, and then I'll drive fast over here. Actually, I probably won't be the driving. I won't, I won't do the driving probably. And uh, then all of a sudden, I'll walk in here right as y'all are ready. Amen? And so we'll be able to do both of those and launch it and break the new ground over there. I'm telling you, and you, you may be seated. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for desiring growth in the kingdom of God. Is there anybody excited about that? Amen. Boomerang Church is pregnant, not Nicole. That's good. Amen. <laughs> I was talking to the Lord last week about that, and he said to, uh, he said to put that line in there. I was like, well, we'll see how Nicole feels about that line, though. But it's true, we're pregnant. We've been carrying something for quite some time. Matter of fact, it's a part of what we're called to. We're stepping into what we are called to be. Uh, we're starting to see even more pastors that are calling and asking questions and connecting to Boomerang. And uh, matter of fact, I'll be doing a leadership training with the church and all of their leadership team uh, in a couple of weeks. And it's going to be awesome and to be praying for that, the, the, where we went on vacation at Moorhead City. There's a church down there that's invited us to come and teach their leadership, uh, teach leadership to their whole, whole team as they're kind of still in the beginning phase. They're like two years old, and they're in the beginning phase, and they're asking questions all the time. And so we're going to go and do that. What we're seeing is the Lord is multiplying. The Lord is multiplying. And he's going to take that supernatural power of the Spirit and he's going to release it over Troy. And what I said in the video was this. You didn't know this, uh, and I didn't tell anybody this besides Nicole, is about three years ago, you have cereal. <laughs> I just looked down and I'm like, man, is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch? What is that? Like... Like, you can't, <laughs> it's like, it's fasting, you can't hide food. <laughs> of course, it's sitting right in front of me, it took me long enough, but it's fasting time. Um, but one of the things was, I was sitting at Dr. Rodney's, and many of you have seen the picture of the spiral I saw years ago. I saw a red spiral uh, coming out of Albemarle and spiraling around. And we started doing, we knew we were supposed to do outreaches in those cities. And as we started that, then, then we did several. Then the Lord said, okay, pause for a second. And, but as we did that, we knew 
that God was teaching us and showing us something for the future. Well, about a year after that, I was sitting in a meeting and the Lord spoke to me very clearly and said, plant Troy. I want you to plant Troy. That was one of the things he said to me. And he said, plant Troy. And I knew, I, you know, if y'all know me, I was like wanting to come home and, all right, let's go right now. Let's do it right now. <laughs> oh boy, let's go, let's go. And uh, that's who I am. And the Lord checked me. And uh, he said, no, no, not right now. Just wait till I give you the time. And uh, so that was three years ago. And then it was in March of last year. See, I've been holding this since March. Y'all didn't even know. And so it was like March last year. I was getting ready to walk out, and the Lord said, don't walk out yet. He said, don't walk out. I said, okay. I sat down in my chair. Y'all were worshiping and everything. And I sat down, and the Lord started to talk to me. He said, I want you to plant Troy in 2022. And I went, oh, glory to God. And I felt that. I'm telling you, the other day I was on the phone telling somebody, not only this, I want y'all to know this too, because we don't just do things. you got to understand, like the centurion, a man has authority when he's under authority. So I've taken this same word to each one of our leaders and told them about it. All of them agree that this is the Lord and it's now. Even Pastor JB said this is it. And if you were at lead the other night, or, or a few months ago, you would have heard him. I just talked to him about it, and then he told the world. He was like, where's that? You going, Troy? You know. So if you were listening, <laughs> if you were listening at that lead, he said it. But by the anointing, the Lord said, now, now, now. And uh, each one, Brother Tracy, uh, he agreed with, he's excited about it. Uh, Pastor JB is, Pastor Chris, Pastor Gene, all of them are excited about it. And uh, so I'm just, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. So we're praying over it. We're looking for buildings. We're looking for things to do over there. We want to identify a location. And we want to identify some core leaders over there. Of course, some of the people that are here drive from Montgomery County every, every Sunday. And they'll probably be some of the staples over at Troy. And uh, I've already had people say, hey, there's a church building down there. Maybe y'all can get that, you know. And, uh, but just be praying for wisdom. And as the Lord brings it up to you, pray in the Holy Ghost about it. But let's plant. Your family is getting bigger. It's not just Albemarle. It's a, it's a boomerang church family now, and we're moving into it. Are you excited about it? All right. Are you going to receive that with us? Amen. Amen. It's really good when a person's vision grows, uh, or yeah, a person's vision grows outside of themselves. In other words, it's not just about us. It's not just about us and this church building. We've done that for years because we've we've prayed, we've sown into other ministries around the county. Even if you know, in in a worldly mindset, you could look at it and say, well, we're in competition with them. We never viewed them as com- competition. We viewed them as a part of the family, and you'd you'd hear us say, we're not the best church, we're a part of the best church. And that remains. See, if our vision is only right here, then we're building our kingdom, not his kingdom. And we're not about just our kingdom, we're after his kingdom. And so let's get ready, let's pray. You've heard me say it many, many times that what you're doing doesn't just affect you. What you're doing doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody. Remember in Acts where they were praying and worshiping after they'd been thrown in the deepest part of the dungeon and they'd been beaten? They probably didn't feel like worshiping. But what they did, and when they put on praise, 
put on a garment of praise in the under, when they were under a spirit of heaviness, not only did freedom come to them, but it came to every prisoner right there. And the, the jailer got born again, and it launched the church at Philippi, the Philippian church. That's what launched it when a people said, hey, it's not just about us. Let's praise God no matter how I feel, no matter what I've seen, no matter what I'm going through right now. It's not just about me. It's not just about me. So let's put on that heart the heart of the kingdom, and let's step into 2022 and let's launch that and see the power of God meet people and people healed, delivered, set free, have the same kind of testimonies that you have. Uh, the great thing about this is we've got 13 years of experience and now we kind of know what we're doing. We're, like I said last week, we're a spiritual teenager now, so whoop, whoop, we think we know what we're doing. Amen? Amen. Our worldview is bigger than it ever has been before. Amen. Praise God. I do, um, I'll say this real quick uh, before, before we get into the message. If I hadn't been preaching already, I'm not sure where the message starts and stops exactly. But um, I do want to meet, uh, we had a meeting a few weeks ago talking about some of the cryptocurrency stuff. Uh, after service, I want to meet real quickly with everybody who had decided to do something, or if you have some questions, that'll be real quick after the service. Not long, as long as you want it to be. It doesn't have to be any longer. So, All right, let's look at why we talked about this last week, and we're seeing this today. Why are we here? And... We looked at 2 Corinthians 5.20. Why are we here? Do you remember the answer from last week? To be ambassadors. We're here to be ambassadors. If we're not being an ambassador, we are not fulfilling our godly role on this earth. We are here to be an ambassador. We are here to be ambassadors of Christ. Now, I want you to see this. How many people... How many people feel like that you are an ambassador when you win souls? You feel like, hey, that makes me an ambassador. How about when you pray for somebody and they get healed? What about when you're by yourself in your house and God's drawing you to be with him, but you'd rather watch TV? And so you watch TV. Is that being the ambassador? Is when you're by yourself and you decide to do whatever it is God's wanting you to do, is that being the ambassador? Yes, because see, a lot of times we just equate being an ambassador to the fruit bearing only, but the issue is we don't actually bear fruit without having the foundation. We don't bear fruit without the ongoing nutrition, okay? Years ago, Buddy and I were talking about this on the, on the way in, just very briefly, is the Lord said this to me. He said, I'm looking for people who will do the right things for long periods of time. I'm looking for people who will do the right things for long periods of time. One of the things that, you'll, that came up after I mentioned to him something else the Lord said to me is, love will prove you right. Love will prove you right. And what that means is this, if you continue to walk in love, people may or may not see it or get it at first, but eventually love will prove you right. 
And even if they miss it completely on this world, it'll prove you right when you're standing in front of the throne of, of, of God's blessing and reviewing. And when, you, when they see, oh, I thought they were doing me wrong, but they were actually in the love of God. And they're going to see, oh my goodness, that was right. And so if you want to be right, one of the things that you have to do is you have to stay in love all the time. Love is unconditional giving, right? We define it like this, four different points. Love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. So first of all, you choose to give unconditionally. Second of all, you're committed to that choice and you will not back off of it, no matter what. You won't back off of it. Three, you will give unconditionally. You don't give because they did it all correctly. You, you give because God's told you to love. You're giving to the Lord. So let's say that Buddy does something against me. Let's say that, that there's somebody and, and he does something against me. I don't have to defend myself because in that moment, I'm not just sowing to Buddy, I'm sowing to God. When I offer up forgiveness for those things, I'm sowing to the Lord, right? I, the Lord told me to do that. Forgive seven times 70, right, in a day. So this is, this is a daily thing where I'm not just... So a lot of times we'll look at the person that offended us and, and we'll, say, we'll say, well, I need to protect myself. It's the principle of the matter. Well, the principle of the matter is deeper than what's on the surface. What's on the surface is what you're looking at but the principle of the matter is the love of God. And so I can, and when I sow love into them, I'm not just sowing love into them, I'm sowing love into the Father. So that makes it, when you actually meditate on that, get that set, your mind set, and your mind renewed to the love of God, it actually makes it very easy to operate and walk in love and forgiveness. And Why? Because you've already decided. You've already made a decision when I'm faced with this. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to love. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to give unconditionally, not because they did it right, but because even if they did it right or wrong, I'm still going to give. Now, here's the last part of it, though, at the leading of God. So love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. And that comes from, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. In other words, God's not going to have you, you have to understand, and if, you don't, if you're not clear on this, make sure that you get good counsel on it. It's always good to, to get good counsel and to get confirmation of what you believe the Lord's uh, talking to you about. Because what if you think you've heard from God, but you actually didn't? You had some bias there that you didn't even know of. How many people have ever had bias in their life and you didn't know it was there? <laughs> and then we're like, oh, but I'm so mature, I can hear from God now. If you've got bias in your life, it can mess that up, right? Do you reckon, uh, you know, that, that's North Carolina for do you know? Are you aware of this? Do you reckon that there might just possibly be some bias in you right now? Maybe, kind of, could be. I don't know, one in a million chance there might be some bias. <laughs> I, I see some sly smiles at me like, come on, Pastor, you know. <laughs> you know, right? I, and I do know. I know I got some bias in me that I'm probably not aware of. 
So one of the things is as you're trying to move in love and as you're hearing from the Lord, get confirmation of it, of somebody who's not emotionally attached like you are to those situations. That's what a good pastor is for, right? That's what a, a pastor should be, that they're operating in that way. But love will say, hey, I'm going to seek the leading of God. I'm going to seek that leading of God. I'm going to hear from him. But one of the things about love is love doesn't just pour out all the time. What if I just took somebody and their character was not renewed? I took somebody, their character was not renewed, and I just kept giving them $1,000. What's going to happen if their character is not renewed? Remember that verse, Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So even as I renew my mind, God's wanting us to prosper. But if my mind's not renewed, that's not triggering yet. Okay? So you think about that. If I just enable somebody and I keep giving them you know, thousands of dollars, but their character's not renewed, what's going to happen? It's going to end bad, right? Because their character's not there to handle that blessing. So I, I use this example. Leo, Luke, I'm, I love him. I choose to love him. I commit to love him. I choose to give to him unconditionally. But if I, you know, a couple of years ago, he might make a different choice today. He's starting to learn a little bit. But I can tell you what his flesh would say. I, I can tell you right now, it, his flesh would eat dessert for every meal. He'd, he'd go to ice cream. He'd go to sweet frog every time and eat that. Hey, can I have a sweet frog for breakfast? Yes. Can I have sweet frog for lunch? Yes. Can I have it for dinner? Yes, you can. If I kept doing that, is that love? But love gives unconditionally. So why is that not love? I'm just giving unconditionally. Because it's not the leading of God. Because the leading of God is for me to be a good parent that raises healthy kids. You can see the context of the word is a healthy kid. That's just a known. It's a known context. You don't feed your kids sugar all the time. You know, okay, they have some every now and then. Okay, fine. But do you make a, make a meal and make your whole nutrition based off of junk food? No. No, you can't. You shouldn't. It's bad for you. It's bad for your kids. So, so stop it. <laughs> stop it. So don't do that. But here's the thing. See, we would say a lot of times, and a lot of parents take this role, well, they just asked for it, so I gave it to them. Oh, you're, you're, you're building something you don't want to build. You're going to have the fruit and the harvest of something you don't want. And so the Lord will lead you. No, that's not right. Sometimes I've had moments where the kids have come and asked me for something. I've been like, no. And, and I know Nicole's looking at me, and, and she's like, why? Why not? I was like, I don't know. I just have a leading from the Lord. This is not right. And then we go on, and we'll find out, had we done that, that would have been bad. Right? The leading of God is always going to lead you to the perfect place of his blessing. And love is a choice to give unconditionally, a commitment to give unconditionally, right? Giving, third, give unconditionally, not conditionally. In other words, I don't give just because you did something good for me, I'll do something good for you. No, I give because that's who God is. But I give at the leading of God. Remember, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 3 says this, 
whoever's on the computer with the scripture, sorry, uh, this is not the notes. All right, so, um, but what you see is this, 1 Corinthians 13, 3, even if I give all my possessions to the poor, or I give my body to be burned, right? In other words, I, isn't that a choice? If I gave everything I have to the poor, is that a choice? Is it a commitment? Is it unconditional giving? Yes, but is it love? No, because the next statement says, and have not love. So you can do that and not have love. It says, even if I give my body to be burned, so I'm completely burnt out, completely burnt out, right, for God. I'm burning myself out for God. But you can still be outside of love. You can still be outside of love. And it says in 1 Corinthians 13, 3, even if I give all of that, but I have not love, it profits me nothing. That's where you can see if somebody's actually called to be an attorney, but they think, well, I'm going to do something good and start a church. But God didn't tell them to. Profits them nothing. Or what if they're, they're called the pastor, but they go work, it profits them nothing. They go work in the secular world. Profits them nothing. It pays to hear from the Lord. <laughs> that, that's straight up. It pays to hear from the Lord. It pays. So that's why we want to hear from the Lord. We want to get confirmation of it. We don't want to play around with it. Well, love will prove you right. Love will prove you right. See, the Lord is looking for a people, not just one person, a people who will operate in the love of God and do it right no matter what they see, no matter what they feel, and just be led by God. Allow the Lord to lead them. Well, the number one way he's going to lead us as a standard is in that word. And then from the standard of that word, the, that word and the Holy Spirit's leading will always agree. He'll lead us by the Spirit. But let me tell you, what he's telling you by the Spirit will never, never, say it with me, never, never cross this. Never cross this word. Why? Because it's one person that can't lie. He can't say to do it this way here and then tell you in the spirit to do something else. He's not a man that he can lie. Same spirit, same person of the Holy Ghost. He doesn't change midstream. I'm, he says, I change not, God said. I change not. And so you have to see that as we're led, then, then all of a sudden, and we move in that love, we are actually going to be proven right by that love. God's looking for people that will do things for long periods of time. See, it's not enough for us to come in on Sunday morning. It's not enough for us to come in on Sunday morning and have a great service, have the power of God flow, and then the rest of the week live like we don't know who God is. That's not good. And that's why the Lord said that to me as a principle. And I've found over the years it, will, it always works. He said, love will prove you right. And then he said, in other words, what was he telling me? If you'll just keep operating by love, a choice and commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God, he said, I'll prove you right in front of people. I'll prove you right. Buddy was telling me a story on the way in, and this is where this came from. He was telling me a story on the way in of how he did something that the Lord led him to. The Lord blessed him in the last, what has it been, two weeks, three weeks since the beginning of it. He, he took some money that, you know, he took some money and it stretched him to take that money. 
and he took some money, and then how much multiplied in three weeks? Huh? Fifteen times in three weeks. And so when he when he when he he was telling me a story of how that's what listening to the Holy Ghost will do for you, right? And so one of the things that you see is this: is you see that when he made that and he, he told somebody about it, they're like, that's crazy. That, that doesn't make any sense. But he knew he had heard from the Lord. He knew he had heard from the Lord. And so when he had heard from the Lord, well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, somebody got a hold of it and uh, they heard what had happened. And, and the same person that thought he had made, made a mistake was like, hey, uh, if you hear about something else, you know, hey, let me know, you know. And I, and I immediately said to him, love will prove you right. And love is listening to the Lord and hearing from the Lord, but it's also continuing in it. Love is not just a, you know, being super holy on Sunday morning. Love is actually continuing to do that, a disciplined life as an ambassador every day, all the time. And so one of the things we should focus on is, yes, come in, have a great big moment. These moments are designed to break off stuff that might be holding you back, empower you to live a consistent life of love, and to activate things that you might not have even known was there, take you to new levels, to encourage you to do it right, to bring about accountability between others, to walk in that way. But sometimes we get wrapped up in the moment and we just add value to the moment instead of what the moment's actually designed to do. The moment on Sunday morning is actually designed for you to carry it with you. So love will prove you right, but God's looking for people that will do the right things for long periods of time. Or he's looking for people that will operate in love and never stop. They just keep doing what's right. They just keep doing what's right. They just keep doing what's right. I had an opportunity um, recently and I, I had an opportunity recently something that fell within my responsibility. While it was in my responsibility, it, it wasn't really my fault. It's something that I could have actually you know, said, hey, that's not my fault. But I decided, you know what? because there was some loss here while it was under my care, I'm just going to pay for it. I'm just going to pay for it. Whatever it is, I'm going to pay for it. And so I paid for it. That's what love does. That's what love, love does. I mean, I could have taken it to the person and said, you know, here's, here's what's going on. It's not my fault, you know. But, but just because my name was attached. And if my name's attached, God's name's attached. You see? Just because, and, and you see a lot of Christians that they're always trying to go get a break somewhere. They're trying to get a, a, a blessing because they're Christian. Like they'll go, you know, well, they'll go to the store and they'll be like, well, do you have a church discount? Well, how about let's believe God and move in some multiplied increase and say, nah, I'm, I'm pay full price today. I know if you grew up in a poverty mindset, that might have you know, went against the grain right there. But how about, I'm not telling you you have to do that all the time. I'm just saying, if God told you to, you would. 
How about you're not always asking for a church handout? Because God's not poor. God's not, arm is not shortened, you see? Now, if, if you need help, you need help. And I've needed help plenty of times. And I still, I need help all the time. But the issue is, how about we take it to another level and we believe God, right? The issue is that instead of looking for a way to get out of something, how about we just take on the burden? We bear the burden of one another. This is what love is. This is what love does. Can you see that? This is what love does. Multiple times. One time, um, one time as a ministry, uh, and since we started, we were actually going and doing something, and we found out we found out that there was another ministry, and they had done something not right, and uh, we didn't do it. We weren't even involved, but we came right behind it, and I said, "You know what? Let us." It was basically like a debt. I said. We'll believe God for the debt. Give us that. Here's your money. That type, of, that, that type of deal. What about some people that'll take on for the character of God? Love will prove you right. And, you, and you'll do the right things for long periods of time. Long periods of time. The other night over the holidays was Marky's birthday. And uh, we went out to a restaurant. And, um, you know, when we could eat. And... Uh, and we went out to a restaurant, and we saw, we kind of heard a little bit of commotion. We were sitting there at the table, and over here was another table, and there was a little bit of commotion with the waiters and the manager and everything. And uh, one of the girls said, said they, didn't, they didn't tip that person. Well, this is not like, this wasn't, uh, this wasn't McDonald's. It wasn't Taco Bell, although Abigail would like that. But it was, it it. In other words, if they skipped out on the tip, they, they denied that waiter or waitress some, some decent money. And uh, so I called the waiter over. I said, hey, I said, uh, did they tip you? They were like, no. no. I said, don't worry about it. I said, I got, I'll get you. I'll get ours and theirs, and it'll be good. And uh, so we just did it. See, now here's the thing. If I'm in a poverty mindset, I'm like, oh, can I do this? Can I do this? But if I'm in a love mindset, then I'm saying, Lord, I trust you to bring the increase for this, but I'm going to bless this person because we just said our blessing over this food. They just saw these Christians. I want them, you know, they see Christians being cheap all the time. Let them see that that's not every Christian, you know. Let them, let them just be a blessing. So we blessed them big time, you know. We blessed them. We always tip well anyway. And, uh, but I tipped well for our table, and I tipped well for their table. I figured up about how much food they had, and I tipped well enough to cover it easily, right? And, um, and, and, and that person wasn't unhappy with it. Like, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you very much, you know? It's funny how the world will receive that, you know? They, they don't want to receive your Christianity, but they'll receive a tip, right? <laughs> they'll receive a tip. Why? Because although your morals might not speak to them, your abundance of God's love does. And we are ambassadors. And if we're going to be the ambassadors God's called us to be, we have to carry that all the time. Did you think I was going to get back around to ambassadors? Because I was wondering myself, like, we got out there pretty far. But we are the ambassadors of God, and we're called to have fruit, and we're called to have consistent fruit consistent fruit, 
consistent fruit. That means that we have fruit all the time. All the time, no matter what we see, no matter what we feel. And, and why am I saying this? Because although, I mean, a few minutes ago, we're standing up, we're shouting, we're, we're yelling, glory to God, hallelujah. You know, woo, we're pregnant. We're going to launch a church. It's going to be awesome. Yeah! Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, you don't always feel like that. Or is that just me? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you don't always feel like that. And so what do you have to remember? It's not a condemnation for how we've been. It's an encouragement. Hey, this is something I need to set my mind to. I'm an ambassador everywhere I go. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who sees me or doesn't see me, I'm an ambassador simply when I walk out character, even when nobody's watching. I'm an ambassador. If I need to turn my head away from that commercial because it's showing stuff that the world now thinks is cool, but it really isn't cool with God, then turn your head. If you need, if you need to stop you know, doing something, you need to start doing something, you are an ambassador, and what you do 100% of the time affects the harvest and the fruit when you're actually winning souls, making disciples, praying for the power of God, receiving spiritual wisdom, walking in the fruit of the Spirit. We talked about it last week that we're an ambassador, and what, is, what are we required to have fruit? But don't you know, don't you know that we won't have the fruit that we need if we don't put on an ambassador 100% of the time? What is our job? What is our job? An ambassador. That's our job. When does it start? As soon as we receive Christ. And when does it end? Never. We're an ambassador 100% of the time, all the time. It's funny how we're like, we feel like, okay, I'll be an ambassador while I'm at church, and if I see any church people, right? There's an old joke about the Presbyterians and Baptists and which ones will actually wave and talk to you in the ABC store. That's the truth. That's a real joke because it was true. And the issue is, when are we an ambassador? We're ambassador all the time. You shouldn't be there. You know, you shouldn't be there. You're an ambassador all the time. But sometimes it's funny how we feel like, all right, I've done good. Maybe I went to a whole week of, you know, we get to the end of Kickstart. And we go to a whole week of meetings and glory to God, we're feeling good. And, and now it's like I go home and, you know, lay back on the couch and put my hand in my, in my waist. And I'm, I'm like, well, I don't feel like being an ambassador now. Let's watch whatever. Right? It's funny how we don't see that as the same as like, okay, that was that time, this is this time. And in America, we seem to segment our lives into this is church time, this is God time, and this is me time, or whatever. This is my job. So, you know, I can't talk the same at my job as I can at church. So, 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 so what? Who? Um, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says you're an ambassador all the time. 
And if we're ambassador all the time, we have to let love rule. If we're ambassador all the time, we can't get weary and well-doing. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. What happens when we put on an ambassadorship all the time? What happens? And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible. What does James tell us about faith? Faith without works is dead. So I can say that I'm faithful, I'm faithful, I'm faithful, but then if I step into a period of time where I don't put works to my faith, am I faithful? No. So if I, I can say I'm an ambassador, I'm ambassador, ambassador, but if I segment my life and I'm ambassador when I'm around church people and I'm ambassador when it counts, but behind the scenes I'm not an ambassador, there's no works of my faith there, and so I'm not in faith. Am I pleasing to God in that moment? No. No, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But why is he telling us this? Is he telling you so that you'll feel bad about yourself because you missed faith this past week? No, he's not telling you for that reason. He's telling you to encourage you. He's saying, look, I'm telling you that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But what I'm really telling you is this, is that you can have faith all the time. If you'll, if you'll trust me, if you'll lean on me, if you'll draw on me, you can walk out this faith all the time. And, and then you will be pleasing to me. You will be pleasing to me. You can be pleasing all the time. How many people want to be pleasing to God all the time? And let me tell you, let me tell you this. Just let me tell you. You might not want to be pleasing on this earth, but there is coming a time. There is coming a time where you will stand in front of Jesus. And at that moment, if you can just imagine it, you're going to be standing in front of Jesus, and he's going to be, if you're a believer, he's going to be judging you on what you did right. Not judging you on what you did wrong. What you did wrong is going to already be judged at the white throne judgment, and, and there's two different judgments. And that was put on Jesus and covered for you. But this is the throne where you're going to get rewarded for what you did right, for the works that you did. And you're going to be standing in front of him, and you're going to be like, oh, I wish I did everything right at that moment. But at that moment, it's too late. You can't go back and fix it. But at that moment, you're going to be like, you're either going to be like this, ah, oh, we could have done more. Or you're going to be like, to God I did the best that I could I might have had some moments here and there but I was going after God so on the earth you might not feel that and sense that but let me tell you and I promise you you are going to sense that standing in front of Jesus and so regardless of how you feel now if you'll look towards that time and make eternity more of a reality than what's right in front of you than the wind and the waves then you'll step into a place that will motivate you to do what's right now if you'll be eternal-minded, it'll help motivate you to go after the things and be the ambassador God's called you to be now. Now. 
to be that ambassador. He's not telling you to make you feel bad about what you haven't done. He's telling you this so that you can see what's out there and give you the tools and give you the hand up so that you can be who he's called you to be. Amen? Anybody want to be that person? I want to walk like that. I want to, how many people want to stand in front of Jesus on that day and you hear these words, well done, good and faithful servant you want to. And see, I, I want you to see the difference now. I want you to see this inside of each one of us. You have a spirit side and a flesh side. And your flesh is going to be like, I don't care. I don't care about that. But your spirit man is like, yes, I want to do that. I want to, I want to hear well done. Now the issue is, by choice, which one are we choosing to identify with? Everything I just told you, we know from Scripture. Which one are we choosing? I'm identifying with what God said about me, or I'm identifying with the old broke man. See, it's simply a choice. And even when we don't feel it, even when we don't feel it, the Lord's had me dealing on this a lot recently. Even though we don't feel it in the flesh, we're not feeling it. And that's been the loudest voice. We can in that moment, by faith, make a confession of faith. I am an ambassador. Now, you might feel like the lowest ambassador. You might feel like a piece of, of, of garbage. Amen. I cleaned it up. You might feel like a piece of garbage. But in that moment, you can be a person of faith and say, you know what, I don't feel like that right now. But I'm choosing by faith to be joyful. I'm choosing by faith to be loving. I'm choosing by faith to be an ambassador. I don't feel it. But see, God will give you. And when you do that, it says he's already granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. So what we need is already within us. Just look down. It's already there. Not on me. Look at you. It's in you. It's in you. It's, it's already there. You might not can feel it. You might not sense it. But if you're born again, it's there in your spirit, man. And no matter what you feel about the situation, you can put on love. You can put on faith. It's just who you identify with. You can choose to identify with a corrupted, sinful flesh, or you can choose to identify with the brand new spirit that God's made you. And even if you're not feeling it, you know, even if you're not feeling it, you can say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. That's who I am. Change your confession. Yeah. Brother Keith Moore has a testimony that he told where a guy came up and he was trying to quit smoking. And, uh, he said, the guy said, I'm trying to get quit smoking. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, just haven't been able to do it. And, uh, the, and Keith Moore told him this. And, and it could be a different situation for each person, but the, the principle is the same and the power is the same. Keith Moore told him this. He said, every time when you're sitting there, he said, you really want to quit? He said, yeah. He said, he said, every time that you're sitting there and you go to smoke a cigarette, he said, I want you to confess, I am not a smoker. And I, and, and I hate smoking. And he said, now you're going to feel funny sitting there puffing on, I am not a smoker, and I hate smoking. You're going to hate it. You're, you're going to feel funny. Your flesh is not going to like it. He said, but keep, keep doing it. Confess, what, watch what you're doing. 
confess who you are in Christ instead of who you are in the world. Because we're made in the image and likeness of God and our words carry power. They turn the ship of our life. And so somebody can feel one way, but they keep confessing the word over their life. His arm is not short. His word will accomplish what it was sent to do. That guy came back a few weeks later. He said, you know, I felt like an idiot sitting there smoking, going, I'm not a smoker and I hate smoking. He said, but then after, he said, I noticed that it, it started tasting different. He said, and then one day I, he went, I am not, I'm not a smoker and threw it down and it was done. And that was the end of it. See, you've got to confess and believe what God said about you when you're feeling the exact opposite. You have to confess it. You have to act in faith on it. You are an ambassador. You're an ambassador of His love. He's already called you that. You're not waiting on it. If you're born again, you got that in you now. It's trying to come out. It's trying to come up. But you've got to agree with the Word. You can't keep fighting it by saying, Well, I feel. Well, I feel. Well, I feel. Well, whoop-de-doo. Everybody feels something. But here's the thing. God felt something about you. Do you want to identify more with your feelings that are corrupted or with the feelings of a holy God? Which one do you want to identify with? You are an ambassador. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You're the healed of the Lord. You're the prosperous. You're the whole. You're the restored. You're the holy. You're the anointed. You're the faithful. You're the loving ambassador that God's called you. He's not holding it back. He's called you. He's called you. And you're coming up right now. You're coming up right now. You're coming up. You're coming up. You're coming up. You're His ambassador. The Holy Spirit's longing to move in you, through you, and on you. And you might have gone through a bunch of junk and you might feel so much condemnation. Oh my goodness. It might be so strong and you might have fought it all your life, but all you do, you just turn your eyes towards Him. The condemnation is the wind of the waves, but you set your eyes on Jesus and you'll start walking on top of that condemnation. I'm an ambassador. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. He has changed me. I'm walking at new levels. That's who I am. But you got to make a choice. I'm going to stop living by my feelings. I'm going to start living by what God has said. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But see, that's just it. He's given to every person the measure of faith. Remember when I had the three people up here and they all had different levels of income that I was showing? And we gave an example. But I said they all have faith. So no matter where they're at, faith is the great equalizer. No matter where they're at, how they feel, where they came from, everybody has the measure of faith. And when you start applying that faith to be who God called you to be, then immediately you can step out of where you've been, step out of those feelings, step out of your past, step out of your background, step out of your bondages, step out of this average life, step up to the place that God's called you to. By faith, because he's put it in each and every person. A measure of faith. You have to make a choice. You have to make a choice. Lord, I'm going to be your ambassador. I've made choices like this before, and they're like, they're like at the end of this service. I've been in services before, and all of a sudden, and they're like, if you'd like to be his ambassador, come on up. 
and come on up to the altar right now and just confess it. I'm like, yeah. And I, I'm thinking all the way up there. It's like, I, wanna, I know it's right. I know it's right, but I ain't feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I, I know what I should do. But I would just go up by faith. Lord, by faith. Like, I'm not even feeling it. I'm not even feeling it. And, I, and I'd, I'd pray. And I'd walk away still not feeling it. And I'm like, did I even receive anything? Did I even receive anything? And, I, and I'm sitting there going, what's going on? But as I kept on, I, I did listen. And I just kept on confessing, Lord, this is who I am. This is who I am. And I'd get home and, and I'd recognize something's working. Like, I feel different. And all of a sudden, my feelings start changing because I'm believing different. I made a choice. And at that moment, I didn't feel anything. Feelings doesn't mean that God's moving or not moving. Faith is a choice. And without faith, it's impossible to please Him. I want to be pleasing in His sight. How many people in your core, in your spirit, something in your spirit, your born-again spirit is going, I do want to be pleasing to God. I might not be feeling it, but in my spirit, I, I do. I want to be pleasing. Those feelings may have ransacked your life and, and told you, well, this is who you are. It's not who you are. It's who God created you to be who God created you to be. When I was messing up and doing all the, all the wrong stuff with the calling on my life, I wasn't that guy. I, wasn't identi I was identifying for a season with the guy who wanted to party, but that's not who I was. Who I was was inside of me trying to get out, and that was a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That was somebody carrying an anointing, and I knew it was there. It was a rough time. I hated it, and what I needed to do was I had one foot in both worlds, and I didn't want to let go of the one because I enjoyed it. I liked it. But finally, one day, I said, I'm done with this. I'm never going back. And I took that foot out of the corrupted world. Best thing I've ever done in my life. Ever. Oh, God, it got easy. It stunk the other way. It stunk. You got to make a choice. Who am I going to identify with? Who am I going to identify with? And we don't identify by feelings, we identify by faith. This is the victory that overcomes that world, those feelings, the wind and the waves, even our faith. It's, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. Impossible. And he who comes to God must believe that he is. This goes back to the reference where God stood in front of Moses and said, who do I say sent me? And God said, I am that I am. In other words, whatever they need me to be, in my anointing, I will be that. Whatever they need saving from, I will save that. Whatever it is. So when we come to God, we got to believe that he's our everything. There's not a problem he can't solve. If we want to be an ambassador, we have to walk in faith. We have to walk in love. But we've got to approach him like this. God, this has not been working, but I believe that you are. God, it hasn't felt like it to me, but I believe that you are who you say you are. You are not a man that you can lie. You are not a man whose arm is shortened. You can't change your word. You're bringing about every promise. You're bringing about the prosperity in my life. And prosperity doesn't just mean finance. You're bringing it about. 
Lord, I believe that you are. I might not feel it. I might not, I might not have seen it played out because of my choices, but I believe that you are who you say you are. Those that believe must believe that he is, and they must believe that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And the King James says, who diligently seeks him. God's looking for people who do the right things for long periods of time. Will you be that person? And if you'll be that person, God is a rewarder. He is an increaser, a multiplier. He's a blesser. He wants to take your life up to new levels. That's who he is. All we have to do is take our faith one little bit and turn it towards him. One little bit and turn it towards him. One little bit. Lord, I look to you. I look to the hills from where my help comes. I look to you, Lord. You're, you're coming from on high. You're not in a low place. You're in a high place. You have everything I need. Everything I need to be blessed, to be whole, to be overflowing. You have everything I need to be healed. You have everything I need to be prosperous. You have everything I need to be restored, to be protected, to be delivered. You have everything I need to walk hand in hand with you, with your presence all the time. And in you, I live and move and have have my being. In you, Lord, you have everything that I need. Everything, And Lord, I'm choosing today to be that ambassador. No matter where I've been, no matter how I've felt, Lord, I'm choosing. I'm making a choice. Watch this. A choice to give to you unconditionally my faith, my actions. I'm choosing to love you regardless of my feelings. A choice and a commitment to unconditional giving. And I already know you've led this at the leading of God. Lord, I choose you today. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, I choose you. I will be your ambassador. I will be your ambassador. I will be it. If that's you today and you want to spend some time at the altar talking to the Lord, Choose him over your feelings. Choose him regardless of what the world. You're welcome to go right now. The altar is open. Choose him. Choose him. You may want to pray this with me. Right now you may want to say, Lord, today I choose you. You're the Lord of my life. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. We are his ambassadors. We have fruit. We are his ambassadors. We are designed to carry fruit. Lord, I choose you over my feelings. I choose you over every item in my past. I choose you, Lord. Lord, I want to live by your love. I want to live by your power. I want to live by your presence. Release your anointing in me. Lord, I want to walk every every step filled with you. Your ambassador of your love everywhere you go. Thank 
Lord, I'm going after you. Just have your conversation with the Lord. Make it right in your heart. Put your heart where it needs to be. Do it on purpose. Faith is a choice. Love is a choice. It doesn't just happen to you magically. You choose to do it. You want to come out of it? You want to go higher? Choose it right now. Lord, I choose it. I choose you. I choose you right now. Thank you, Father. Lord, I choose to believe you. You are not a man that you can lie. I choose to worship you. Thank you. You are worthy of my worship. Lord, I choose to have faith in you. You are worthy of my trust. You are worthy of my faith. Lord, you've done too much for me. You've done too much for me. You've done too much for me to leave you alone. You've proven yourself too many times. How in the world will I not go after you? Just pray and tell them about it right now. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Thank you for your anointing. In Jesus' name. Body be healed, whole. Mind be healed and whole. All clarity, no cobwebs. Every cobweb removed. Thank you, Father. So good by your anointing. There it is. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Yeah, let's go higher. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. All of that resistance that's tried to come against him in the name of Jesus. I just break your power over his life now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Say, Lord, I receive your help. Thank you, Father. I'm telling you right now, you're coming out of this. You're coming out. You're coming out in Jesus' name. Do you receive it? You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, you're coming out. I'm telling you right now, you're coming out. I just received that anointing right now to help you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah, he loves you with such an everlasting love. <laughs> if you would allow yourself to feel that, it would, it would almost break it out just by itself. Many times, one of the things that we have is we've, we've gone certain ways that it's hard for us to receive his love, hard for us to even imagine that he would love us that much. And so we'll block that love. Subconsciously, we'll block it. I want you just to purpose yourself. Lord, I receive your love. I receive it. I ask you for it, and I receive it. Just keep receiving. Overflow, multiplied increase and overflow in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm ready for these hands to be filled. In Jesus' name. Hobby on Chetty Haramo. Field, 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 field. In Jesus' name. Hockey, Conaco, Brad, and Comase. Hey, Heramoso. Yes, Obramorobo. Yanioso. Head today. God's doing something. He's doing something. Now just yield to him. You know, you, you sense his movement in your life. You sense how he's moving. Now just yield to him. Don't, don't block it. Just yield to him and watch what he can do. You've had great moments in the past. I'm telling you, they're just getting better and better. It's your year of multiplied increase. Your year of multiplied increase. I have somebody Yeah. Hey. In Jesus' name. Just receive, just receive. Say below ten countables to me. Let's say, Lord, fill me up. Woo, fill me up. Ha ha ha. So, head to head, so, so, bring comoso. Just receive that. An ambassador. He's calling you an ambassador of his word, an ambassador of his will, an ambassador of his faith and his love, an ambassador. When I stepped in front of you, I just saw you crowned as an ambassador in Jesus' name. Hey, 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 hey. 
Aramokani, Haha Loto, Nede Beste. Now get ready and just, just flow with me. I'm going to do what I saw. Glory to God! Glory, glory, glory! Woo! 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 Yeah! Glory! Breakthrough. You're speeding up. You're speeding up. You're not slowing down. You're going over. You're going up in Jesus' name. Hey, glory. Speeding up, not slowing down. Woo! And ambassador, and ambassador. Yep, yep. Time to clean up some of those to be the ambassador. Certain moments, certain times. You know what I'm talking about. Clean up those moments. You're not a person of the world. You're not a person. You're not a person that's just been corporate. You're an ambassador. You're not corporate. You're heavenly. You're heavenly. You're not just corporate. Matter of fact, it's not really who you are at all. You're heavenly. You're heavenly. You're heavenly. That's your home. You're heavenly. You're carrying something bigger than corporate. You're heavenly. Thank you, Lord. How did it also? Boom. Better An ambassador. An ambassador. Ambassador. Bani ototre do chokofreni anto do dosini. Hosevi koprabo propadere in Jesus name. In Jesus name. How did Karaboso? Oof. Recordo koblelon. Bonoboso. You're an ambassador. You're an ambassador. You're not identifying with the old person anymore. You're identifying with what God's called you to be. An ambassador. His righteousness. It's easy. It's easy. You know the real you. It's easy. You know that. Hey, hey, hey. Bene ede oso oprama, sobrama so, su shaling koshivin kuno story. Blessing be in Jesus' name. Blessing, money on todoro. Protection, blessing, favor, and honor rise on Caroline. So money on the kodinia de 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 Every moment. From inception to the last days on this earth. Peace and grace be multiplied. And mercy. Peace, grace, and mercy be multiplied in Jesus' name. An ambassador. An ambassador. I'm telling you, the Lord sees your heart. The Lord sees your heart. He sees your heart. He sees your heart. Now you can you can work on cleaning up certain things here and there. There's things to habits to grow in, experience to have more skill in, things like that. But he sees your heart. Stay in that place, looking for someone who does the right things 
for long periods of time. Love will prove you right. Thank you, Lord. Freedom and healing. Glory. Yeah, let the favor of God rise up on you in your life right now. Lord, let it be so evident. Let protection come over your house. Yeah, let's just pray over your house. Lord, right now, protection be in Jesus' name. Protection be. Protection be over your family, your children. Thank you, Lord. Blessing of God be multiplied now in Jesus' name. Ebed Kumato Bo and Ambassador and Ambassador Pupepeni Karado. Oh, Sobra and Ambassador. Woo, covering. I see the Lord upholding your hands, lifting your hands, and strengthening you. Strengthening you where you felt like you've always been so nice, you've been so kind, you've been so giving. I see a strengthening of the Lord that allows that to continue at a heavenly pace. In Jesus' name. A supernatural strength. A supernatural wholeness. Oh, thank you, Father. An ambassador, I'm telling you, an ambassador. An ambassador. Who knew? Who knew that you could go from being what you saw yourself as to an ambassador of heavenly realms but I'm telling you that's who you are it's who you are it's who you are not the grunt not just enlisted no an ambassador an ambassador so it's who you are an ambassador an ambassador who knew that you could go from that not just blue collar an ambassador an ambassador in Jesus name Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Have him replace you. An ambassador, 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 an ambassador. An ambassador, an ambassador, an ambassador. In Jesus' name, an ambassador. Vada kolobosa, vada vani vodorokome, karakobe de komaha, hari hede hino sava, bremeni de komomom, 
I see you walking through marketplaces, walking through businesses, walking through ministries even. I see you walking through and the air of an ambassador of heaven is on you. There is, a, a, I want to say it this way, a, almost like a ladyship. There, there's, like, there's like a heavenly lady just walked through. And there, she's carrying power and strength and grace and elegance in Jesus' name. Power, strength, grace, and elegance. Power, strength, grace, and elegance. In... When I lay hands on you, can count it done. Amen. In Jesus' name. Count it done. Hallelujah. The overflow. Whoo, count it done. Just make a choice. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah. Did you receive today? You are an ambassador. Proven right by his love doing all the things that God wants done in and out of every place at every time, doing the right things for long periods of time, called to carry His ambassadorship. Thank you, Father. Oh, bro, will y'all just hold hands? Thank you, Father. Ambassadors. I'm telling you, ambassadors. You, it, there's times where you thought that could never be. Ambassadors, I'm telling you, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Bless you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. Glory to God. God, we give you glory and honor. You truly are the God who makes us say, wow. Lord, you have done such amazing things today. And you are just getting started. 2022 is the year dreams come true. It's our year of multiplied increase. And we receive you today. Oh, Lord, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for your help. Thank you that we don't have to be an ambassador on our own strength. That would stink. Thank you, Lord, that we have the strength of God to walk out what we receive today. We receive it now. We walk in the fullness of the assignment on our life. And we call these seeds protected and they shall not be stolen from us. We thank you, Father, for them. We give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you going to have the best week you've had yet? Amen. Amen. Prove that you are doers of the word this week. Let this be the week that things just turn around. Where it was hard and it was difficult, it's easy this week. Amen. That's what I'm believing for y'all. I'm excited to talk to y'all next week and be like, it was such an easy week. Because with God, it can be. We have a couple of announcements for you. Normally on a Sunday, we go out and eat. 
since it's fasting time, we're not doing that. But for those of you who maybe aren't, um, you're doing like a, one meal a day or your kiddos aren't participating in the fast, we did uh, get some birthday cupcakes ready because, I mean, what's a birthday without like some sort of cupcake or something? So they're out there. If you want to participate, you can. You don't have to. One, make it easy and light for you. But if you are able, grab one. I'm sure they're great. Youth today is at 4 p.m., so if you're in grades 6 through 12, you have a kid in grades 6 through 12, either way, bring them here. You are walking back in. Are you walking back in with purpose, good sir? I didn't know if you had an announcement, so I was going to yield to you. <laughs> well, I was just waiting until you're done, but when you're done, uh, they do have some refreshments for those of you who are fasting. I'm sorry. And uh, for those that aren't fasting, enjoy. And, uh, but then in five minutes, we'll come back in here for uh, the crypto stuff. Amen. Impact is this Tuesday at 6 p.m. Next week, I know we announced Holy Ghost Weekend. I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. We are going to have Holy Spirit service next Sunday, but we're not going to do prayer night. We're not going to do soul winning Saturday. So come prepared next Sunday to be here at 4 p.m. for Holy Spirit service. It's going to be awesome. Kickstart with Brother Tracy. It's right around the corner. We're less than a month out now. He's going to be here February 7th through the 11th. Take the time not only to plan your calendar, but invite someone. You know, this is, it's an easy thing. We have an event on Facebook, hit share. You can invite people to that. As, as like a secret side note, we're also rolling out a brand new website that's going to have a Kickstart web, web page on that too. So you can send them to the website. It's going to be great. Um, but it's, it's great. Buddy's been working diligently on it, and it looks awesome. And then if you would like more preaching and teaching like this, you are welcome to join us each and every weekday at the Lunch Plus broadcast that we have. It starts at 1130. You can find out more information at whatsright.com. But we love you. Be blessed. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the refreshments if you can. Crypto meeting in five minutos. Be blessed. Have a great Sunday. And if you would, if there are still people up here receiving, if you would please just honor the people who are still on the ground. Don't go up and talk around them or try to interact with them. Let them receive and get up on their own.